If you're looking to start a podcast, the best place to start is Anchor. It's free. The creation tools allow you to record and edit the podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. So you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Uh, You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's easy to do everything to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. <laughs> I'm watching you do it. It actually scared me. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think I think I've just gone into a trance. Can I read something to you, Dan? It says horror films may incorporate incidences, incidents of physical violence and psychological terror. They may be studies of they may be studies of deformed, disturbed, psychotic, or evil characters, stories of terrifying monsters or animals, or mystery thrillers that use atmosphere to build suspense. Yeah, sounds like this movie. <laughs> sounds like this movie. So let's just jump right into this. This is Required Watching, where we watch the essential films from lists of cinematic influencers and look at them through the lens of learning about filmmaking and how to move forward. My name is Trey Epps. I'm Danny Tavener. And this, on this very episode, we're talking about Midsummer. I heard someone say Midsummer, and I didn't like it. The 2019 hit Midsummer. It's about a couple who travels actually a group of friends who traveled to Scandinavia to visit a rural hometown fabled Swedish midsummer festival. I think I fucked that line up. Anyways, what begins as idyllic retreat quickly dissolves into an increasingly violent and bizarre competition at the hands of a pagan cult. This has been written and directed by Ari Aster in his second film, um, starring uh, Florence Pugh, (coughs) Jack Rayner, Willem Bloomgreen, William Jackson Harper, Will Poulter, Laura Torchia, Archie Met- Metque? I don't know. And a bunch of Swedish folks. I've never seen this film, and you have. I will say uh, right off the bat. Sure. I love Hereditary. We talked about this. Yeah. When I first saw this movie, it was so hard for me to watch it separate from Hereditary sure, and not sure. compare the two. The same with watching us after seeing Get Out. Yep, difficult. And I think it's just the problem with the sophomore film after such a good debut. Mm-hmm. It's hard to separate the two. So I'm going to try my best and not compare it at every turn to Hereditary. I think that's difficult, but I can't say it, I didn't have I didn't have that strong comparative nature the same way I did like when I saw us all I could see was get out but when I watched midsummer I couldn't I, I wasn't exactly correlating that to hereditary I don't know why I, I think maybe because I've watched a lot beforehand and I I wasn't not that I wasn't as pumped up for this film but anyways anyways not the point so I was really excited Martin Scorsese recently put out yet another list of films that I think he said directors should watch and this was on it so we had done Hereditary, and I thought, like you and I had talked about Midsummer, and I thought, what a great time to put this on the list, because if Martin Scorsese likes it, I must love it. And you know what? He's not wrong. He was not wrong. This is only, this is Mar- uh, Ari Aster's second film, and this was supposed to be his first film. And Hereditary wasn't meant to be a horror film. It was just meant to be a family drama. So I, I, I would love... 
I was meant to be a family comedy. Uh, I would love to, uh, to actually know what happened in the development of these two films that not only switched them around, but made both of them a horror film. And the, the reason why, I, I want to start off, Dan, by talking about the genre. Because in this point in my life, I have to tell you that my favorite horror filmmakers are Ari Aster and Jordan Peele. Yet, I'm sure there are people out there who don't understand that for me at all. And I wanted to break down, I, when I'm watching this movie, I wanted to break down what about it, what about it I found scary. And I, I'll be honest, I still don't know other than to say the tone of it is frightening. The psychological part of this film is frightening. It, it isn't any one thing that happens. Like in Hereditary, we talked about it, so spoilers. Like when, when the girl gets beheaded, like that, that, I don't think that was intentionally meant to be gross. And there's some jump scares and some weird things that kind of happen. But like nothing's like, there's nothing that says classic horror. There's nothing that says, I feel like with, the, with, with they break the mold of what we think horror is. And it's all in our minds, and that is incredibly frightening, and all, and somehow inspiring. And it's hard, it's hard for me to like. I am not a horror writer at all, and I, I find myself writing some things that I'm like, "Ooh, this is very different from anything else I've ever written before." So when watching this film, I was like, "Oh, this is different from what I've even watched before," and I'm I'm in love with how smart it is, but also in love with how scared I am and terrified I am. And there's not a masked murderer lurking around. You know what I mean? There's not even much darkness like m most of the movie is bright daylight outside in an open field right so it's not a, even a setting that would lend itself to a thriller or like a spooky horror movie for all intents and purposes this is a film shot in daylight and you and like if you haven't seen it, it, it it's essentially what 15 maybe 20 minutes of of like them at home you know danny's going through a thing and then they go to sweden is it sweden sweden and from that point on <laughs> it's pure daylight and it's it's frightening it's damn I, I i watched this movie scared the entire time part of it is not knowing what was going to happen and the other part of it was like I know this is a horror, so I'm watching everything. Like, don't do, like, don't, like, I want to be yell, like, don't do it, don't drink this, don't eat this, don't, yeah. like, don't do it. And especially after seeing Hereditary and kind of seeing how Ari Aster works and yeah. how he tells stories, you can pick up on things that you're like, oh, I know that's something else. I, mean, or, I know that's going to be like come around in mm, about 20 minutes. Even. Hold on. Even the things that that weren't like subtle hints, like the whole the whole love love potion spell thing, was straight up told to us. It was told to us, and I still found it disgusting. Uh, <laughs> but like, oh gosh, what? what? Oh, it was kind of romantic. Uh huh. Go on. Go on. <laughs> Tell me about the romance of pew pies and like period drinks. So pew pie and period punch. Saying <laughs> pew pie, really having it roll off your tongue is unsettling yeah, to me. yeah. i think that's um, the thing they both capture jordan peele and ari aster i think that's a, a good word to describe both their movies yeah is unsettling like you just feel uneasy the entire time i wonder it's 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 kind of twist it's really twisted and i, I think it shows artistry in 
in the filmmaking, just going back to like make, like shooting this in, in direct sunlight, right? Like like it's daytime. It's daytime. Even when it's nighttime, it's daytime. And you feel uneasy. You as an audience, there are bits that you know what's going on and you still don't know what's going on. Uh, I, when you first saw this, how, how did you how did you watch this? I'll, I'll answer after you. But how did, how did you kind of see this happening? I saw this in theaters and the entire time I was watching it as if I was watching Hereditary for the second or third time. Yeah. So I knew that there'd be things I would miss. I knew that there'd be clues dropped throughout to kind of tell the overarching story. Yeah. The same with Jordan Peele. Like when I saw us ha- having seen Get Out, I was like, oh, I know. Yeah, yeah I know there's going to be more to what I'm just seeing. Cool. Yeah, when I first saw this, I was definitely watching very closely for clues and things to pick up that I knew would either help explain the story or foreshadow what's going to happen. Yeah. But I think, again, because of the imagery and the, the flowers and summertime, it really lulls you into like a false sense of security. Right. Like, well, nothing that bad is going to happen. Like, at least in Hereditary, there are creepy interiors mm-hmm. that you know bad shit's about to go down. Yeah. But and here, it's, like, it's, yeah. it's much like the main character. It's like you're completely unexpected when when stuff actually goes south. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, th- I think I think when I watched it, I, I thought the same thing, and I, I thought, oh, I need like much like Jordan Peele. I I kind of <laughs> I'm kind of on the I need to keep my eyes open. I need to look at everything. I need, like almost like a detective. Like I do, I don't I want <laughs> almost like when you play a video game and you're like when I pass this the first time through, I want to be at like ninety eight percent. I know I won't, I know I won't be at a hundred, but I want to be at a solid percentage. Mm. Um, so I'm looking, I'm scanning the screen and making sure I, I, I catch things. And that's so hard when you have, I'm thinking in particular that scene where, where Danny comes, comes to the house and it's only in, it's only looking at the guys as she's talking to them. Such a great shot. Such a fucking beautiful shot. And you just see and the reflection of barely, like the picture frame. But yeah. barely reflection. It's, it's incredible. Um, That's actually one of the shots that I noted that I think is one of the things that Ari Aster does very well hmm. is shots like that, that add to the uneasiness and add to the tension. Right. Cause you hear these characters off screen and you kind of see them and they're moving around you, but the camera is static. Like the camera is not moving at all. Right. Everything else is moving around it. And he does that a lot. And I think that, creates this distance between what's happening and what we're watching that kind of just builds this this just this tension about this world that we're watching and and, and then you couple that you couple the stationary shot that makes us feel uneasy with a transitional shot of her going or like her i think she was leaving the apartment that turned or going to the bathroom or whatever it was that transition into like the airplane and you're like not only was that a clever way to pass time because we don't need to see any of the nonsense, mm-hmm. but, but it, 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 it clues you up to like, for me, it clued me up to like, Oh, nothing about this is going to be simple or straightforward. You know what I mean? 
It's, it's, it's incredible. So I, I definitely want to talk about how this is A24's, I think, fourth film is what I read, which is, just for the record, fucking crazy. Fourth film with, like, wide release, I believe it was. Following The Witch, Hereditary. Oh, no. Sorry, I don't, ha- I don't look, have it. Look how far they've come. Look how far they've come. I, I, think, I think A24 has a fucking band of, of films. They have to have, like, 20-something films now, and not all... Obviously, not all wide release, not all super successful, but I want to say they have straight up bangers. They have straight up bangers. Here we go. Sorry, I'm looking for the list of, of A24 films here. I mean, I, honestly, I, I wouldn't even tell you. Like, Locke is on that list of, of films before this. Not, not widely released, but still. Spring Breakers is on that list. Bling Ring. Obvious Child is the A24 film. A24, by the way. I, if, if there's any... If there's any production company that I truly, truly love from deep down in my heart is A24. It used to be, it used to be Fox Searchlight, but I think that no longer exists. Magnolia was also a good one. But A24 definitely seems like they got the strongest track. Like they're definitely the most consistent lately. Right. right. They and they came, do not miss. They don't miss. And they came like out of nowhere. They're indep- like this independent company that, that started what this year i don't know this year but like this century so like they're less than it says it says they're only eight years old only eight years old that's in terms like i i like to think of my life if i had if i had to like choose like an ideal career to like mirror it'd be like this mix of like kevin feige or like who like is directing and, and doing this thing and like running studios and like this this age 24 like production thing where i am like putting out movies and and whatever, I just, I just have to talk about my adoration for A twenty four. I'm sure I did this last time we talked about Hereditary, but it was if- uh, so. I, I mentioned this uh, in another episode, but I really truly enjoy folklore and like folk tales and the Brothers Grimm. I enjoy I enjoy folk tunes. So so the fact that this was like on a basis of of uh, like folklore and reading afterwards and i watched a video afterwards about like just like the incredible research that ariasa did on making this world real it's similar to hereditary too with the like demon and weird cult thing yeah yeah yeah. like that's rooted in a reality too like the paimon and the, the 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 demonology and stuff I feel like that only adds to the like, uh, it only adds to the level uh, that everyone can contribute to this world from actors to what well, he wrote it but like actors to cinematographer like it, it only adds to this world like again seeing those like um, paintings or whatever you want to call it on about like the love spell I heard like the runes on the like the runes and the alphabet and all that are, are all either real or like have a, a very a made up but have an actual real meaning to all of them again only adds to the nonsense that we are watching i i feel like i feel like with our nariasa film what i can expect is to not know anything until the end yeah and even fair. then i don't know anything and even then i think that and then also at least two or three scenes that you wish you hadn't seen <laughs> what, what are the scenes that you wish you hadn't seen the the old lady hitting the rock Oh yeah, yeah, complete. Not unnecessary. I, 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 I didn't. Oh, I could have, I could have gone. <laughs> but just like, just like that, that one, the guy flayed out in the chicken coop. Oh yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was great. I here's the 
here's the thing. I wonder, here's what I wonder about this. Because like I said, I'm very practical and I'm black. So I was like, nah, I ain't, drink, I ain't drinking this like tea with quote unquote special properties. I need to know what's in this. What if I'm allergic? What's going on? I'm like, I'm like what would have happened if someone just didn't do this? Like if, if the guy didn't drink that drink, if, you know what I mean? Like I, 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 I wanted someone to rebel in that way instead of like the two other characters who rebelled in like, like they were like, I'm leaving. I I don't like this, and I'm I'm taking off. Yeah. Instead of just being like, no, no, I'm cool with being here. I just don't want to like. Yeah, I'm just get gonna high. watch. Yeah, yeah. Also, what was Pele's? What's what's Pele's deal? Like, it, it felt like there were only two characters who left the compound to find people to bring in, and. Like, I think that's what, what, what about where, when I first watched it, I was like, oh yeah, what's up with that. And on watching it again, and I don't know if this is a stretch, because it is one of those things where there's not too much given to you, so you kind of just have to interpret it for yourself. I think it was, like, very much intentional, him seeking out Danny specifically and kind of orchestrating mastermind thing. I could see that. But then, all right, all right, let's pull on some threads right quick. And this is not in any way faulting the the movie. I, I can see that. And I can also see how it's like, okay, but like, it's your turn. It's your turn to do this. Because like, it feels very traditional in that way. Like, you know, you have to go around. But then like, I thought he was in there for school. Like, I, and we, like, we don't know this. This is never said. But like, was this his first year? And like, those are the friends that he just made in that year. He clearly got accepted to the school. But like, how did he get accepted to the school in this like, he must have some formal education to be accepted to the school to then be able to travel. Oh, yeah. and do it. But then, but then things like Danny becoming the Mayflower Queen. Is it the May Queen? The May Queen. Uh, what if she didn't? What if she didn't? And what if everyone played their part and didn't go snooping? And like, what would have happened? Sorry, someone's at the door. Can we pause for a second? Right. If if no one followed the, I don't know, the the orchestrated plan. Yeah, I feel like they would have just killed everyone but see I, I i feel i feel like it's so it's so like like they have the rules that they all follow that i just want to know what would have happened like I, I feel like i feel like this dance competition the whole may queen thing could have easily have been like she could have easily been like nope don't want to do this anymore i quit or like you know falling over or whatever it was mm. if she wasn't may queen then she would have she would have been in the bear suit she would have been in, i mean somebody would have been in the bear suit Someone's got to be in the bear suit. Because, because in, in the end, like she, she chose what's his face, Christian, to to die, right? So like e- easily, she could have chosen not to die. Then what would have happened? I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like throughout this, and I'm switching gears for just a second. I feel like throughout this, it was almost like the origin story of like Batman, where like her parents died, and now she's <laughs> and now she's like found this new crazy ass family that she's like into, and now she has like this weird power that. I guess last only for the solstice or you know midsummer. But I mean, it's, it it reads almost like a fairy tale. Yeah, like it's like a, like even like a Disney fairy tale, like orphaned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tra- tragic backstory. Go off to like find yourself, and then you become the queen, <laughs> like in a weird like roundabout way. Yeah, who gets to murder people? Who gets to murder people? And we only assume lives like happily ever after, right? Because we do not know what happens after this. I'm, I, I legit think she's now one of these women seducing other people. Yeah, into you can't really. Own. 
come back after a trip like this like she can't come back to the states and be like oh christian where, where is he and the other three guys i went with yeah who i but i i, I wanted I, I truly wanted to see what the recruit, recruitment process was not like process i don't want i don't care about their guides and manuals but i wanted her to be i feel like she's like on on the road recruiting people now no she's the queen she's got uh she's delegating yeah yeah yeah, that's true. That's true. I I fucking love this movie. I wrote, I wrote down what does it all mean, and I don't know. I don't know what I was referring to. <laughs> I mean, all right. What do we think? Did we talk about this in the hereditary episode of what it actually like? An analysis Means. of what it might mean. I'm not sure, but go on. I feel like you have one. Well, I remember hearing that, and for me, it checks out. Hereditary is like a allegory for mental health issues like running in families sure. and how generationally sure. it still affects people. Yeah. So looking at it from that perspective, Midsummer, I guess, is letting go of baggage. No, I, I'm with you on this. So it's, it's, like it, remove it, removing yourself from negative energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the grief. Not, not to, I mean, I guess from a relationship perspective, because you can't ignore the fact that how their relationship like disintegrates to the end where she's literally like, all right, you're going to die now. <laughs> and like smiling ear to ear. I think, it, look, I think that's the moment where it's like, I don't need you anymore. I thought I needed yeah, you to, to lean like, on, which I'm, I'm, I'm okay with. I, I don't, I don't think it's about her being evil or like, mm-hmm. or anything else. I think, I think what she's, I think she drank the Kool-Aid that this is my family Maybe not like this is my family, but like these are people that I can rely on. But also, I am my own person now, and I no longer need to hold on to you. I, I have, I have these people around me that, like, uh, yeah, empathize, and they're even crying with her, like right. in that little house which like, thing, which like validates her feelings, right? Like when she's having. I these- mean, it's also other than the phone call with the friend of at the beginning. It's the only time someone really. <laughs> connects with Danny right. and like right. shows sympathy for her or empathy for her. And yeah, like you said, yeah. Validates her feelings. And it's like, yeah. yay, let right. it out. Cause like, where was that friend? We only ever saw that friend. We only ever heard that friend. We didn't even get to see the friend. Mm-hmm. It was a phone call that we only stayed on her side for, which was great. Okay. Again, a great choice. Part of me was like, Danny's being a little bitch. I don't like this. As in like, <laughs> before her parents die. Before her parents die. I was like, yo, she is being crazy. Because her emotions are seemingly everywhere. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then her parents die and you're like, yeah, look, this is completely justified. Right. And then I, I think as the movie goes on, she kind of experiences a few little blips here and there. But when she's like towards that ending bit, she sees Christian having sex with a very young girl. I love the line. I love, I love the line of like, I feel the baby. What? I forgot what I was even saying. I, I got distracted by that ridiculous sign. Oh, but yeah, when she, when she ends up feeling these things, it has like a kind of breakdown. Yeah, like you said, they all like surround her and feel those things with her, and it was great. I, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, yo, did these did these women? Because they came back or whatever it was, and he they she heard the women like chanting and, and like having essentially group sex, and and, she, and Danny's like, what's that? And the girl's like that's not for you or whatever it was. And I'm like, there's no other, like, 
if someone said that to me, I'm definitely going over to see what, and I'm like, oh, and, and again, now I think I'm like, oh, what crazy manipulation, because you know that I have to now choose someone to die, right? Like, had she not seen that, maybe she wouldn't have chosen him to, to die. Yeah, she would have just been like, why is my boyfriend paralyzed? Right, right, right. Which is crazy. Again, the, they, they know how to do some things with herbs and minerals. That... I think if they didn't play along, they would still find a way to make them play along. Right, 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 right. Like even with the, the British couple, yeah, they were like, oh, you, yeah, you can leave. Not really. Not really. Oh, you don't want to play? Oh. You don't want to play? I love, um, I love... I love the like, yeah, he left. Yeah, they, we just we dropped him off at the train station. There was only room for one. <laughs> we could have sat on his lap. I mean, I don't know. He wanted to go. <laughs> and it's like, wait, how did how did how did how did you get there? You clearly got there together. So and they, they all have that very they're very disarming Swedish accent. So yeah. It's like, oh, I I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, Danny, food's at six. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Speaking about, about disarming, it's all like, whatever happened to, whatever happened to so-and-so? And the guy's like, I can speak to that. You know. When it gets to that point, Christian's just like, I don't even care. He's like, whatever. They're yeah. off somewhere. I'm not worried. How are you he, not worried? He feels like the one character that, like, you know, he does care. Like, if, if anyone has like the heart of the boys, right? Right. It's, it's him. Like, you, you would imagine he's taking care and like wants to look out. And I think that he even played that in the beginning, but like almost immediately, seemingly without any like drugs really being involved. He was like, I don't care. I don't care what happens to him or him or him. I don't want to be associated with that guy. And it's like, wait, yeah. what's I feel like there's a whole side story where like things were happening to him that we just never saw because he gave I mean, up on just, everyone. So maybe easily. it was just spells. It was just spells. Yeah, he, he had a love spell put on him. Maybe they were just messing with it. Yeah, no, no, it's one of those movies I where would. you could theorize so much about the the underworkings of what's going on. Yeah, and you could essentially build your own narrative World. of what's yeah, going yeah, on yeah. behind the scenes. Same with right. the Hereditary, Get Out, with all these movies. Yeah, these like really good thriller psychological horror movies they all give you just enough to know oh the situation is messed up right but not enough to fully grasp what actually is going on i mean i legitimately want i i now want that that big book i want that big a24 uh book over about it's like 60 dollars. it's about hereditary oh, yeah. and and uh, sorry, not hereditary. Hey, there is one about hereditary, but they have uh, one about midsummer. And I'm like, I, I want it. I, I don't know what's inside of it. I don't know if I'm going to learn anything else. But like, even the, even like the, the opportunity to learn more about, about it, I'm all about. Do you remember a couple of years ago, A24 was auctioning off props from these movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were selling like the flower crown, or you could buy the big mallet. Yeah, or like one of the tunics. No, thank you. What you, you don't you don't want one of these, my guy? What's wrong, what's wrong with you? I feel like there's actually some 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 magic going on. So I don't want I don't want to bring that into my my abode. <laughs> right. Don't don't want to add that to my my collection. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of sold out stuff in the A twenty four shop, which only makes me angry. Replenish your shit, A twenty four. 
Yeah, I really, I truly love A24. I love it. I love them so much. The one last thing I have, I have to talk about is like just the background action of everything that was happening in this movie. Because essentially this is happening, like he said, wide open. And I feel like so, I, I haven't read the script and I, I feel like I'm going to, but I feel like so much is happening in the background that it, it's kind of incredible to see. It's, it's, it's great to see like, this flower picking happening in the back. There's like, I don't know. I don't know. There's uh, so much happening that it it's this organized dance that mm-hmm. I think only gets appreciation if you watch it again. But I, I was, I was really, I was looking at like, I, I, I saw it myself, but then I watched a video about how many times like there was stuff going on in the background that seems so organized. Like there's people doing rituals behind them and like there's just so much going on. But I was like, like again, talking about building other worlds. That's another world entirely that you have to build and, and make it in a script to be able to put it in a script that not only makes sense, but then have people give you money for it. Mm. Crazy. Crazy. Anyways, Dan... Do you have anything else to add to this film? I don't think so. So let's wrap this bad bitch up. Why don't you go first, buddy? I I prefaced this episode by saying I don't want to compare it to Hereditary. But (laughs) as far as Ari Aster movies go, I do think Hereditary is the stronger horror movie. However, I think this one's required too. I, I almost don't want them both to be required. Because of that, what? I, don't what? I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to feel like I don't know. It just he's only got two films and they're both fantastic. It's upsetting. Yeah, I don't want someone. You got to miss sometimes. Better. No, I think um, the way he creates this eerie story and this like these strange characters and just an unsettling atmosphere for the entirety of the movie. Like, I don't think there's ever a period where you're comfortable with what's going on. Mm. Yeah. I think it's required to show how you could do a slow burn horror movie. Like really not bare minimum, but really control what's going on to the point that the tension is just exploding by the end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I would not call anything that he does in either movie bare minimum. I think that he straight up puts, like I said, even down to like the background actors, he puts so much work into this. So yeah, not bare minimum, but him. super throttled and super controlled. Yes. Oh yeah. It, it's certainly, it's certainly, you can certainly watch this and watch how controlled it all is. And again, you, you, you don't know what's going on until the end. And even then you're like, all of this makes sense. And I still don't know what's going on. Sorry. I, I feel like I cut you off. Were you done? Yeah, I was done. I, I apologize, buddy. Required. <laughs> required? Um, required. I, I feel like I have nothing else to really say about it. The handling on this film is incredible. And he only has two full like features and it's crazy. It's crazy to come out this strong. It's crazy to come up this strong, and yeah, like yeah, I I, I I really don't know what else to say about it. It's it's really he knows how to make every moment of like there's no fat, there is no fat. And even when I was watching the movie, and I was like, what was the point of this? By the end of the movie, I was like, I fucking get it. I get why this is here. And I, and I think that's a lot of problems with a lot of things where a lot of uh, movies sometimes is that you see 
things happen and you're like, I, I don't, I truly don't understand why this is happening. And then by the time you get to the end, you, you still don't know why it's happening. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. I'm done. It, it, it's great. It's required, period. Good job, Ari. Good job, Ari. Please, please mentor me. Listen, that said, thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, albeit by the time I edit it, really choppy, support it by sharing. Very simple. Also, listen, subscribe. Consider subscribing. Consider leaving a comment. We appreciate those. And listen, if you want to catch us on the social media, you can catch me at Required Watch. Oh, it's a lie. It's the show at Required Watch on Instagram and Twitter. And you can catch me at Trey Epps on Twitter and Trey... Danny Taverner everywhere. Oh, hell yeah. Listen, that it's, it's been a hell of a time. And Dan, I'll see you next week for another one. How about that? How about that? How about that? Sweet. Uh, <laughs> all right, until next time, bruh. Laters. Peace.